listening to Around Comics. listening to around comics episode 442 i'm brian salazar i'm joined by christopher niesman hello and tom cater chris is drinking looks like usual. tea are Gentlemen. you drinking a tea there it uh it's got a lemon in it it's a hot lemon toddy. slice hot toddy. Hot toddy. is it a mulled wine a hot wine Nah, it's just a, just a it's a little uh, american whiskey a uh, little demerara sugar syrup, a, uh, a cinnamon stick, a couple cloves, and uh, a dehydrated uh, slice of apple and lemon. Jesus. Wow. You got way too much free time. <laughs> Dehyd- Although I can't really complain. I can't really. Yeah. I, I made a nice old fashioned. Uh-huh. So. Way more complicated than mine. No. Yeah. Not at all. To me, like three. What are you talking about? Bourbon bitters, shake it up, pour it in a glass, orange and a cherry. What? What? What is there? What's complicated about sugar? Simple sugar. Okay, that's what I put in mine. A simple, simple. I'm drinking a. You have dehydrated fruit. I'm drinking. I have a. A fancy. What do you do whenever? When you have a lime or a lemon and you have to use it for something, let Tom and, say and what he's drinking. Okay, Tom, what are you drinking? drinking a fancy free. It's bourbon. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, cherry liqueur and bitters. It's like a Manhattan, Ooh. just like without. I don't like vermouth. I've learned that about myself. Like, I don't like vermouth yeah. drinks that much. So I was like, I, I, much, I much prefer an old fashioned to like a Manhattan. Yes. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't really like so you, the vermouth. You're not even like well. a sweet vermouth. It's like I understand huh. the the dry vermouth, uh. but yeah, the the sweet vermouth. Yeah, it's a it's 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 uh it's its own thing. The only thing I do like a sweet vermouth in is uh, an americano, not the coffee, but like Campari sweet vermouth and seltzer. It's like a Negroni without the okay. gin. That's pretty good, but that's okay. about the like the only drink I actually like sweet vermouth in. Otherwise, if it has vermouth in it, I usually pass because I just, I don't know. Never don't like it. Welcome to around, around, around alcohol. Around, yeah. cocktails. around, around booze. It's, it's been a couple. It's who have liquor <laughs> preferences. You know, you get old enough. Yes. You're like, eh. you're like, I don't want. Yeah. It's got yeah. It is a thing like, I found this year too, like, you know, now that I'm working from home full time, mm-hmm. it's like, it's just too easy to just sort of be like, well, I have a little, I, I've saved, I've saved at least an hour, if not more every day, not having to drive sure. somewhere to go to work. Yeah. yeah. And so that hour is like, well, I can, I can make myself a drink a little earlier in the day and you know, why not? Yeah. It's whenever that turns into like 11 in the morning, that's, you, that's. No, yes. no, 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 this no. This is not, one, one not, PM. That's a problem. One PM. <laughs> Every yeah. day, one PM. I uh 
I have a friend who uh, has gotten uh, big into um, t- uh, tiki drinks. Oh, wow. okay. His bar, he has a bar Damn, in his basement, and he intense he, to get into. It, it is, and he's and he's into. I mean, like he has this. He has this book. I think I talked about the book. It's a pretty cool book. He has this book that's like um, all the these guys that love tiki drinks. They went back to like the um 50s. who was the original guy the oh. beachcomber yeah, yeah. guy we talked, about, we talked um, about that guy the, the guy that basically created the yeah. Drinks, yeah and so he does like these these old recipes from like the 40s and 50s and they're they're really good but they're they fucking got, 151 yeah. gin or they rum got weird syrups in and, them too. and a bunch yeah, of fruit like weird yeah. like yeah most of them can okay. be lit on fire oh i'm back there he is. Yeah, I mean, like, the uh, classic recipe sorry. for a zombie is, like, filled with an ins- insane, weird ingredients, like, liqueurs that, like, <laughs> you know, like, you'd have to go to Binnie's to get the liqueurs. And even then, you might be like, hey, like, do you have this? And they'll probably be like, like, one bottle of it from, like... No, he, yeah, he... He like, stocks up on stuff when he's able to find it, because he can't always find stuff, and... He travels around. Yeah, he's really, really into it. But it's fun to go over there and play poker, and then he mixes up yeah. some he's wild He's got the concoction. blender. And, he, and the last time I was there, so he has this. He's got a blender. Got a blender. He's got a whole tiki bar. Like, he has tiki <sighs> decorations. And, yeah, he's really. He he built a porthole. So he went and ordered, like, Hilarious. a brass I put my hands up, like. And then he put an LCD. I'm like, what? <laughs> he put an LCD screen behind it. What? It's like fish. And mounted it. And yeah, and so he has like fish, fish and jellyfish and pictures ocean Next scenes. You go, it's yeah. so cool. I want to build one. I, yeah, it, it was a great that's idea. A you know, we have, we have a t- we have, that's a commitment. We have a yeah, we have a tiki bar in Wauwatosa. You know what the name is? Tiki RS. No, it's Wauwatiki. Wauwatiki. Yeah, there you go. Original. You would like it. It's actually a pretty so, sweet uh, tiki bar. I. I don't think there's many tiki bars that I yeah. don't like. I mean, that's uh, yeah, they're cool. Yeah. They're they're throwbacks. Yeah. They're even yeah, I, and and sort of the 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 cheaper and the yeah. the campier and the, the better for me. Like yeah, I, we talked. I, I enjoy. I don't want like a high yeah. class. Yeah. I tiki talked about bar. that yeah. place in the basement of the Fairfont in San Francisco, the Tonga Room, the place that everyone that works there just like hate. Is so angry that it's still open, but the locals won't let it close because it's like a historical landmark. And they're just like, oh, God, there's people here. It's got its own elevator to go down there. But yeah, I mean, it's like like an old 1920s pool, right? Like uh, with water in it now, the band plays. Like Art Deco. The band plays in a boat in the middle of the pool. Oh, wow. And there's like. Yes. It's. But it's like barely decorated enough to like not look just like a pool, right? It's just got just enough, you know. Like right, it's right. Not, like maybe at one point just it was enough. more elaborate, and over the years it's been pared down. But yeah, I want to go. I, yeah, I got to get out there. I, I got to go visit. Yeah. yeah, let's make a trip, special trip to the Tonga Room. Oh, speaking of uh, of tiki, and and since this is a comic book uh, podcast, I hear that uh, Hawaiian Dick. May be 
um, getting some traction again. Some heat. Yeah. Dick is back. Hawaiian Dick. Yeah. It's uh, a clay's been making some, some posts there. I mean, there was the, the huge, like the Kickstarter, which I think I backed like eight years ago, which I still haven't gotten the, 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 whatever it was. Hey, Clay, you might want to pay off your, the the great uh, big Hawaiian dick needs to come out. Yeah. It's only been eight years though. You got to give them time. Yeah. Man, it's Kickstarter. Kickstarter, right, baby. Take your chances. It ain't right? a store. You take, your, you take your chances. Take your chances. Take your chances. Yeah. Did I show you guys my sweet Rocketeer pen that finally came in? You told us oh, about you were, it, but I and, didn't uh, see it. Yeah. Yeah, it finally came in. There's the pen. That's, That's sweet. If you're if you're listening like to a, this, this is, is not like that exciting. But, oh, it's got the it's got the helmet on the end. Uh, no, it's ballpoint. Yeah. It's it's. I love these. It's these come. These companies called uh, Retro Fifty One, uh, okay. they're like these tornado ballpoint uh, okay. pens that I love. I love how they write. Welcome to Pen Talk. And, uh, and then it came in this sweet <laughs> pen talk. I could talk pens. Well, this is comic book related. Yeah, it's it's Rocketeer, right? When my workplace came in this oh, sweet, yeah, that's nice. That looks nice box, and then it came with a challenge coin too uh, as well. Uh, I. In the in there, oh, it's highly collectible. Sal, a place I used to work used. To, oh yeah, it's used limited. To have really nice pens. My favorite pens. They were like these gel pens that were just they were. And then we won Bic as a client, and we had to get Bic pens, and they fucking mm-hmm. sucked. <laughs> I was so yeah. Sucked. I went and had to go buy my own pens and expense them because I'm like I'm not using yeah. this bullshit cheap Bic pen. Yeah. You know, I, I I used to work for Sanford. I was the Sharpie brand designer way back when. Way back when? Back what, when. what was the, your claim to fame? What was the... Uh, uh, the one, I the, designed the, the Sharpie product. Metallic logo. That's still oh, in use. Look at that. Um, oh, and the Sharpie oh, Pro. Are you getting ro- royalties? No. I was a pay, you getting royalties off that? I was oh. like an old comfort creator, Sal. I was pay for hire. <laughs> Couldn't yep, you get my yep, original yep. artwork back? You- uh oh, we lost Tom again. Tom keeps we lost dropping Tom. off for some reason. I don't um, know. Um, yeah. So, uh, how was your Thanksgiving? Um, it was pleasant. I uh, we had Thanksgiving. We um, we hosted it at our house. Mm-hmm. So, you smoked so we a had turkey? about I don't know fifteen people. I I smoked a turkey on my Traeger. Nice. Um, I didn't brine it. I know that that's become a big thing nowadays. People love to brine mm-hmm. turkeys. I'm not a believer. Okay. I'm not a. I'm a. I'm anti brine. I think you can. I'm, I'm anti. Can, but I did it, it. It. What I think brining does. It. It. It widens the window of error. Right. Well, that's for amateurs. I mean that. <laughs> well, no. I mean, no. No. Yeah. yeah I just. It just gives you. I don't have anything against it. Widens the window of error. I think brining does. You don't have a a, a good effect. Oh on no, we're talking. I left, and we're yeah. talking, Brian. You left, we're talking. Talk. All right, all right. Turk, so Turk, I'm going to speak things. I asked Sal how his Thanksgiving was. He said it was great. I assume that yours was great. Um, I want to talk some Black Friday deals. Okay. Okay. All right. So okay. Are we, oh, I did. We have a sponsor. I did. I did, I did tons. Of, I did tons of shopping for myself. Um, I got the complete uh, Cowboy Bebop on Blu-ray for. Fourteen dollars. I'm very excited. You have a Blu-ray player? Uh, yeah. PlayStation Five. Five. Oh, okay. Yeah. I yeah. like. I was just talking to my wife about the fact that we we bought we 
speaking of Black Friday, we actually bought a, a TV from Costco, yeah, a new one. And uh, I was like unhooking all the stuff from the back. And I was like, oh, we still have like a CD, uh, a, like a DVD slash Blu-ray player connected to our TV, <laughs> which I I don't think I've used since my children have been born. <laughs> sure. Like I just cannot remember. I have a Blu-ray. Yeah. I have a Blu-ray player right over here. I don't know where the remote is and I haven't used it in probably a decade. I haven't, I have yeah. I use, I use yeah. the, I actually do. There are things that I have on Blu-ray that um, are not available on streaming. Of course. Otherwise yeah. it's easy to stream it, but there are some things yeah. that I'll pull Blu-rays or DVDs out Cowboy for. Bebop. You know. That's gonna be uh, it's available on, I think HBO or whatever. Um, everything is available yeah. if you look hard if enough. you look hard enough yeah but sometimes it's it is just easy to pull it off of the shelf um well, uh, since you get chris big sale on D books i got some sweet oh campaigns wow, buy two wow. get one free I'm from excited. what when are you gonna run that campaign aren't you supposed to run a D campaign you want to, for us when you want i think no actually i AC, think we know we were waiting for we were waiting to make a decision on whether we were going to do the new Marvel superheroes uh, RPG that's coming oh, out. That's right. And then it's supposed to be coming out, I think in 2023. I've not, don't quote me on this, but I think um, there's going to be a D and D five E dragon Lance. Yeah, that's coming out. So I think we were, soon. we were going to decide on whether we were going to do a dragon Lance or a Marvel superheroes campaign. I don't know. I I just I I wish I had more brain energy that I could de DM these days, yeah. but I just don't think I have. I tried it, and it's just it's hard. Well, it's a lot of I, it's a lot of reading. I appreciate anyone that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you think it's because well, it is. Sal that you have? You're such a um, pre planner. Like I know, yeah. I know well, that's part of it. I some of, it obviously requires some of that, but you know, Tom. I could show you. So I did a campaign that was one of the pre. It was one of the pre-generated campaigns for Five E. It was like the Dragons yeah. of something or another. I don't remember what it was called. And my kids wanted to play, so I was getting. I was going to DM this campaign for them, and I went through the entire book. I read the entire book front to back. Then I annotated every part that I, I I basically told the story in my head of the campaign so that I could understand how I wanted them to like experience it. And then I added dialogue. I added NPCs. He created his own language. Wow. I pumped up the, I pumped it up. I had to pump, I had to, you know, they brought me, I brought myself in as like a, a script, you know, doctor yeah. to, to, to work, work on the campaign. And, uh, yeah, but I, I overdo it. I go crazy, but it just, like, I, I really want it to be, especially for my kids. Like yeah. I wanted it, I really wanted it to be, but then it turned out to not be that. I mean, they enjoyed it, but it was too much. Like I, once I realized like, oh a combat who gives a shit mm -hmm. yeah um i i no longer cared about combat so much like it combat was like i i i 
I thought of it more like a John Woo film or like, a, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just wanted it to well, I think seem you cool. even scrapped the battle map and just went theater of the mind. Oh, yeah. Got rid of the battle map because that made it too tactical. technical. Fuck that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't want it to be a war game. I wanted it to yeah. be a, an adventure. Yeah, yeah. And, and that made it better. That's one but. of the nice things about I'd love to D&D is that you can you can scratch both of those itches. If you want, if you want to make it like a high mm. leverage, you know, tactical, mm-hmm. you know, gaming sure. game, you can yeah. do that. Or you can go like, you know, pet rainbow horses. Yeah. I, the thing now is everybody I talk to that plays, you know, it's mo- mostly younger mm-hmm. people and um, which is awesome that there's a ton of like 20 somethings that are now playing oh. Dungeons and Dragons. So and, it's the, stra- like, the stranger things effect. Right. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Uh, but, it, and, and they, but they do like wacky shit where they, they've created like the multiverse in, so like the last person I told you, like they were doing some sort of like Star Trek crossover with Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> and then awesome. I talked to someone else that was doing basically yeah. like Harry Potter, you know, wizarding That's world. Cool. And so, yeah, it was awesome. It's it's very yeah. cool. I, I love that there are young people playing Dungeons and Dragons again. Well, I think like, I've got a good segue for you on that. Go ahead. Well, go. you go right to your segue. If we're going to talk about comics, maybe that's uh, no. It's actually more on the Harry Potter thing. No, then something f- that we fuck thought... that. You're right. Well, no, I'm no, no, interrupt no, no, you. No, go fuck yourself. Yeah, then. we we talk here. Let me mute him, Tom. Here, just there you go. Go ahead, Tom. You go <laughs> talk about Harry Potter. <laughs> Just, I, I forgot. Just kidding, I, I, Chris. I forgot what I was going to say actually when I interrupted. So now I lost track of what. Uh, now you have to no, go, Chris. No, we, we, we talked about something in the text thread, um, uh, whether we had watched it or not, and I and I was able to watch it before we recorded tonight, and it re- it reminded me of like all the things that I love about Harry Potter, in you know, like the going to a new school and and the fantastic and all that. Uh, I uh, I watched Wednesday. And yeah, I liked it. It was good. Oh. The first episode. Watch the first episode. <laughs> and you're right, Sal. She, she, I watched. The- she is really good. Jenna Ortega, yeah. uh, who is my son's crush. <laughs> my son has a big crush on Jenna, which is the only. Re- I didn't even know who she was, and but he kind of informed me all about her. And um, yeah, she plays Wednesday Adams, and it's it's. I, I am an old old school Adams family yeah. fan from the New Yorker yeah. cartoons. Yeah to the TV show I fell in love with and, and the movies I think are fantastic. Um, and so, yeah, this is the, the new show on Netflix. That's just concentrated on Wednesday. Although the rest of the family shows up from, from time. And to this time is the family the, from the, the new round of movies. Yes. No, no, oh, no, 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 they, no. They, This they, is completely new. Okay. So I didn't, well, the new round of movies are animated. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, okay. They're good. Yeah. Dude, yeah. like, so Catherine Zeta-Jones is, is awesome in this. She's fantastic. Yeah, you know, honestly, I I thought Jenna Ortega was great. I thought the rest of the cast was great. Funny enough, like, I was thinking about it a lot watching this show. And it's, you know, this is a show that is, I think it's built for that sort of CW crowd. Yeah. It's a teen yeah. show. There's a lot of ri- ri- it has a, what, Riverdale. Yeah. There's a lot of Riverdale in this. Yes, Scooby Doo, Riverdale, the Archie Gang, like it's a very CW teenage. Uh, although it, I don't think it 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 plays as heavy on the teenage romance stuff and the teenage 
angst. angst as much, mostly because it's centered on Wednesday and she finds that Stupid. pretty reprehensible. Yeah. Like most teenagers things she hates, which is why I kind she of, she doesn't have a phone Wednesday. She didn't have a phone. Yeah. She doesn't have a, she thinks social media is, is a, is a soul sucking, you know, endeavor. Um, and she's a she's the ultimate cynic. I mean, yeah. and that's why I obviously am attracted to to Wednesday. I relate to Wednesday Adams and always have. Um, but yeah, I think Jenna Ortega is great. I think the rest of the cast is really good. Um, I I but I did think that like Catherine Zeta Jones and um, I can't think of the that actor who Gomez. played Gomez. He's great. Yeah, you yeah, but I don't I didn't think either of them fit the role that they felt weird to me. Like they felt and maybe it's just because I'm I got I like Raul Julia and Angelica Houston. Um Angelica Houston killed those oh, roles so yeah, they, I mean yeah, they, they owned it. Owned the and so maybe it's just that that I just you know for whatever reason, but Christina Ricci was great as Wednesday in those movies and, she's and so good in this too. And she's good in this. Yeah. She's she is in this as a, one of the teachers at the school. And um, but the funny thing I was thinking about when I was watching it was thing. You know, thing I think is one of the most entertaining parts of the show, <laughs> and was always one of the most entertaining parts of the movies yeah. of the original TV show. And it's like it's kind of weird. Like it's this inaudible hand, <laughs> and yet he's such a great character. One of the most. Great fucking character. I like, love how she really, talks like, about how supple his skin is and his preference. Of he moisturizes. <laughs> I mean, it's funny because you know, thing is such a dumb, like nineteen sixties TV sight gag. You know, right. where it's like yeah. someone's right. hand sticking out, right? And then technology allowed <laughs> you to be like, well, actually, the hand can just go wherever. So now that's like the right in the movies. That was the first I remember watching yep. the first Raul Julia when that hand moved all over the because yeah, like you said in the TV show, it was just in it the was, box. Yeah, it's just a hand coming um, out of a box on a on a table. Yeah, it was yeah. <laughs> but that character is like, I don't know. It's so amazing to me that it it is a fully developed character at this point that is incredibly entertaining oh. in its own way. And it's a big part of the show. When he bends uh, thing, the knee. Thing is a big part. Th I mean, did you get, you got the whole yeah. like, bending of the knee thing. <laughs> bends the yeah. knuckle. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's got Bows some style to Wednesday. too. You know, for, um, it does. Yeah. You know, the criticism that we've had about Netflix shows sometimes being kind of like a little, a little style-less, you know, a little plain sometimes. Mm -hmm. kind of well, like, eh. we talked about Cowboy Bebop. Boy, yeah. the live action one of that was a turn. Where it's kind of like, uh, I don't know. Like, it doesn't feel like it's got much of like a its own like style to it. And, you know, I think part of that's the actors bring some of that energy as well to it where it's got like, it's got a little something to it, you know, that mm -hmm. makes it feel a little unique. Well, it's produced by Tim Burton, and he directed the first couple episodes. But I was surprised it wasn't it's that not super like, heavy Burton-esque. Burton but it definitely has. It's, like, it's, it's it really yeah. isn't. It's it's uh, definitely enough. Tim Burton but not the CW. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But enough where it's like, oh, this Netflix. Um, show but I enjoyed the whole. Yeah, kind of, like, super looks cute. like something yeah. as opposed to like, oh my god, like this yeah. is the set. 
You know, sometimes you get in some of them where you're kind of like, mm, I don't know. You feel like you forgot to turn off the soap opera effect on your TV and you're like, oh, wait, no, actually. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like the little town. No little town is that fucking cute. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not nearly run down enough to be a small, you know, yeah. Midwestern town. My, you know? my, um, my, my son has been, he, we just watched some of the animated movies, like the recent one. Mm-hmm. And my, my kids were both into it a lot. Like, I don't know if they'd ever, I don't know, you know, like, it's always weird, you know, with kids, like what stuff, what pop culture stuff like seeps its way to them, you know? And sometimes mm-hmm. like you'd be surprised by things that kids know. And then sometimes you're like, oh yeah, like you might not know who the Adams family is, you know, like where would you, you know, right. like that, that might not be a thing that has seeped its way into your, in yeah. your brain. And I mean, because they were yeah, like, what white, is this? White enough gaps. They're like, <laughs> That's what awesome. is this? And like, uh, this is like Hotel Transylvania. Yeah, my, my daughter was like singing, singing the theme <laughs> song from the TV show because we looked it up on YouTube. Because my dad loved the Adams family, like the TV show from the 60s. Did he? Yeah. So, and it was funny, it was only on for two seasons. Nice. You know, like it, it wasn't on for that oh, long. Right. You know, there was like 68 episodes because you made like, 35 episodes a season, right? But it wasn't on forever, right. you know? It wasn't, but, like, my dad, you know, we used to have, like, the VHS tapes of the Adams family, and he would, like, watch them all the time. So we always Yeah, that saw, always seemed like, a, like an after-school thing that, like, one, like a UHF channel yep. always had Adams family on at, like, four in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. Or something. It was, like, Gilgan's Island followed yep. by the yeah, Adams family. family kind of show but the adams uh, family yeah, felt I, ancient because it was in black and white and sometimes Gilligan yes. island was in color so it felt like there was yeah. 50 years in between them you know I mean, it like, was always weird whenever you saw the gilligan's island episodes in black and white yeah because most of them were in color yeah it's like oh this you is an old color yeah. oh this yeah. is yeah um yeah. I love that they had the little the little nod to the uh, the theme song with the with the the, the kid who is obviously kind of into her and he goes you're you're kind of kooky and she's like I prefer spooky and I was just like oh okay that oh there's another you haven't gotten to it yet mm-hmm. but but there's another nod to oh, with it the snap uh, th- yeah that comes into play later on you'll you'll see it's very um, cute I, Adam's I, fam I look forward to watching it. Adam's family. Uh, yeah, it was always one of those things like, and I love now that it's sort of morphed a bit into their Latina. Yes. Like, yes. The Adam, yeah. like it's go Jenna Ortega. His name's Gomez. His yeah. name's Gomez. Right. Yeah. As someone that, that, you know, grew up with the Adamses and also grew up Latino. <laughs> it's like, it's something I kind of just, there's a little piece of my heart that's warmed by that for some yeah. reason, but Adam's family or the Munsters. Adams. Adam's family. What? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think so. I love the Munsters as well, yeah. but I think the Adams family had a bit more of like a satirical yeah. bend to them that, that yeah. I appreciate. There was that gothy coolness that they had that, yeah, it's, um, I mean, although I will the say original goths. <laughs> probably. The, the one thing I loved about um the Munsters always was the gag that uh the daughter who by any standards was super attractive super gorgeous, yeah. was the ugly child 
in the family. <laughs> I always appreciated that to the to the Munster family, she was ugly. Yeah. And Don't worry, there, there dear, was we'll take that. care of you. You're probably not gonna be able yeah, to yeah, be yeah, a yeah. nice man, you know. She, <laughs> yeah, she was almost like, yeah, yeah, like some sort of yeah. you know, handicapped or something. Yeah, she was but um the one the other thing I was thinking about when I was watching this was you know, most of the cartoons appeared in the New Yorker, which I find interesting thinking about like how it sort of is lampooning the idea of rich white, you know, kind of wasps uh, in New York in in a lot of ways. And then you have this cartoon that was really popular kind of like, you know, poking at that and and really making fun of, of that and imagining the Adams moving in next door, Mm -hmm. Which was always one of my favorite thing of the of the TV show was whenever a neighbor or a yeah. businessman or someone would come over to the yeah. house, a, a normal, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> loved yeah. it, loved it, yeah. All right, so. yeah. Wednesday, I, if you like the Adams Family, I think you'll like yeah. Wednesday. I was worried. It was. I was worried. Good. You said you enjoyed it, and so I, was, I watched it. And I, was like, I did. Oh God damn it! This is something that the fourteen year old girl and Chris, you know, is really wants to watch. I really wish I was smart enough. I bet like uh, either Andy uh, Parks or or Phil Hester has like an original Charles Adams somewhere in their collection. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I wish I was smart enough like 30 years ago to buy yeah, an original Charles Adams. Yeah. yeah. I'll, you know, I'm sure I'll, have to, I'll, I'll reach out to Andy and, uh, and maybe we can follow up on that and he can throw a, a picture our way. Cause I'll guarantee you, he's got a Charles Adams strip. One of them has one to, of right? Them does. One of them absolutely does. Uh, talking about comics. Right. Yeah. Hit it, Tom. Artists. You guys read a human target. <laughs> I did not. I, I have. I did, did catch, catch up. up you guys talked. You about didn't. It. You said you were. You were I was gonna going to catch up. I was on going it. to, um, and I got caught uh, uh, up in the John's uh, Justice uh, Society of America. Oh, I read that as well. So, so we can talk about that. You guys, I'm, I'm going to go freshen up my tea. Why don't you guys start talking about Human Target, and I'll be back in a minute. Well, I, uh, okay. you know, the last time we talked about it is when they kind of took that break. And that issue is like kind of my least favorite of all of them. And I was kind of like, eh, I don't know. Like yeah. I started like, eh, this might be going a direction I'm not like as jazzed about. Um, but then the next three issues came out. And I was like, oh wait, no, okay. Like <laughs> that, I the the uh, reveal at the end of the. I was yeah, wrong. I do love it again. It's just like, oh okay, it's not what I quite what I was worried about with the whole guy gardener thing as like you know right. like the reveal at the end of the newest issue which was my favorite one the one the whole idea that he's afraid batman is following him right and batman never makes an appearance in the entire story but you know he's the cover yeah. you see the shadow but yeah. other than that other than that it's just him the whole time like worried that batman's figured out yeah. that they were conning people about guy gardner and like yeah i it was um, it was cool because the issue before, which I think was the Red Rocket one, I was sort of like, oh, okay, like yes. this is like a fun, this is a fun storytelling thing that they're doing, but I'm kind of like, ah, eh, there's not like a whole lot here other than like having fun with the idea of like him losing a day, like of his twelve days, 
to just being constantly knocked out. Almost like a filler. Almost a little bit. It was like kind of fun. But then the Batman one, I was like, oh, yeah. It's great because, like you said, Batman shadows on the cover. But he never said, he doesn't say Batman for like half the book. But you know he's talking about Batman because Batman shadow is on the front of it. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. That's like a cool... It went from me being worried that it was going to be like, oh, God, this is like a Justice Leaguer gets murdered, which person we know who did it. Now it's going to just be kind of like a, I don't know, like turn the Baha um, Justice League into like, they're all sad losers, you know, there's a murder, you know, like, okay. <laughs> it's the Watchmen. It's the Watchmen of Yeah, of yeah but it didn't, it, it right. kind of turned around and it's like, ah, okay, this isn't that. Okay, I'm glad because, like, in a lot of ways, I think the it's uh, such a different. You know, we talk about Tom King all the time, and we talk about sort of like a lot of his books can be kind of serious or pretty. You know, like even like the lighter part. You know, we've talked about sort of a lot of stories dealing with like violence and like the cost of violence, whether that's you know Mister Miracle or you know other books that have various degrees of like lightness versus darkness. But I kind of enjoy this book because it feels more like uh, he's just playing a game, like a fun game as opposed to like a super serious, Mm. like examination of something. Like it just feels like kind of a fun style exercise with a Greg Smallwood, which I, I, I appreciate how it's kind of turned that my fear around and what I what I th- thought it was. How do you you gotta love uh, Craig Smallwood? Every time I, I read an issue, it's just like I I fall that much more in love with Greg Smallwood's art. Yeah. Um, I've had to go back just and find really, uh, his older work because he's so good. Yeah what what else has he done? Because I'll be honest, I don't I'm not that really familiar with with his older stuff. Oh, do you have um, he did anything? He's that, done another Tom King project, right? Uh, I don't even know. I will find out in a second. I don't. Know. But yeah, the Batman issue was great. Tom King needs to uh, great issue number nine. Yeah, it great. was. I I enjoyed the the eight the yeah. issue eight the the rocket red rocket rocket red uh, rocket, rocket red, red yeah. uh, issue as well. Yeah. yeah, I think I enjoyed it just oh. mostly because it was it was clever yeah. and sort of like using the medium, which we talk about all the time of like. Yeah use the medium to it to your advantage as a storyteller and i thought they did that but but the story wasn't it was almost like a, um like an annual or yeah something. like a fun you know what like, i mean like it almost had that feel of we're gonna do this, this yeah season. it was fun and it was yeah, yeah. he did the yeah. uh he did the yeah. moon Knight run with lemire that's that's what i had mm. tracked down so oh okay different a little different style little bit, though right yeah was yeah it was a little, was a little I, I hate saying grittier it was dark i mean it's what's well, moon night so it takes place at night so it was darker certainly i love his <laughs> i love his um like the greg smallwood like retro but modern la which human target kind of has that it feels like it feels like a neo-noir film is that accurate yeah it's got a yeah, it has a retro noir. Yeah, like um, mid-century modern. We we use that term all the time yeah. for for comic art like that. Yeah. But I think that's that dar- that Darwin it, right? Cook thing going on. Even though this is, it's, I mean, not Darwin, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, yeah, it's the, yeah. that retro yeah. field. Darwin right? nailed mid-century yeah. modern because that's 
I think that's it's a very, who he was as a person. It's a very right? playful book in a good way. Like, even yes. though it's about, like, yes. there's a murder and this and that. It's like, it's, it is, it's the, that, that point about that issue being like an annual is a good point. It is like an annual. It's like, here's the issue where, you know, we tell the story of one whole day by him being like constantly getting knocked out by this guy and getting pissed off that one of his 12 days of being alive left is being wasted this way. Um, but yeah, like very playful. Yeah, it, it, uh, it definitely is. Um, I, I'm sorry. I, I got down a, when we started talking you about Greg, a Greg Smallwood, Smallwood again, rabbit, as an artist, oh, didn't you? damn it. No, 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 no. But the art like that's that his style of art, it reminds me, there's a couple of books out and I'm, uh, it's not George Bridgman. Who is the art? There's, there were any comic book artist out there probably owns the books now. Um, they're, they're incredibly uh, popular, but they were out of print for a long time. They did eventually come back into print. I just can't fucking find. Yeah. I can't. I mean, see, there's. Some, I have them some, somewhere. There's some Mil Milton Kniff in there. Um, you know, Somni. Oh, oh my said that, You know, Kniff was was his guy. You know, I think there's a lot of Somni there. Yeah. Um, oh God, this is gonna drive. I'm sorry. This is gonna drive no. me crazy. <laughs> Until all right, Tom. Until I figure out, he'll come back. Yeah, talk what, about something. JSA, uh, Justice Society of America. I haven't read it. This is the. Uh, you have not read it. No, I'm. I'm, I... I'm a Jeff Johns break. <laughs> you, you guys. It's not you. Wow. It's not you. It's me. Yeah. <laughs> We're on uh, three break. jokers. As I know. Oh wow, the dude, Andrew Loomis. Andrew. Okay. What is it? Andrew Loomis. Okay. Andrew Loomis. Figure drawing for all it's worth, and uh, he did a bunch. Of, he did like two or three different books on figure drawing. He's one of the most renowned. That Alex Ross, Alex Ross. If you look at his pencil work, mm -hmm. it's very Andrew Loomis. Greg Smallwood's stuff in the Human Target is very Andrew Lewis, Loomis, uh, Loomis okay. style. Yes. Okay. Okay, so how, so I'm sorry, Jeff I had to get Justice I, Society of America. Um, I didn't know what the. F was going on. Mm. I needed to. I needed to call a friend, and and you weren't available. Um, it's it's it's. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it. Uh, uh, Sal, did you read it? Spoil it. I did. Um, it, it. I read it, it. It starts in one of the multiverse mm -hmm. uh, uh, worlds where uh, uh, Huntress is is um, Helena Bruce. Or uh, Helena Wayne, she's the daughter. Wayne. She's the daughter of Catwoman and Bruce, mm. and like her best friend is Power Girl. So is that what I forget what Earth That's that Earth is? Two. Where Earth Two? Earth Two. Earth it's Earth this is kind of it's an Earth Two, maybe. Um, and the JSA is in kind of a mess Doesn't... where they've had to uh, actually recruit the the legacy sons and daughters of JSA villains. So like the son of the mist is, is a member of the JSA. Solomon Grundy is a member of the JSA. It's a very gentleman ghost. Mm. Um, so it's like this really weird lineup and you're like, Oh shit. Is this, 
is this the lineup that we're going to have for this series? It's kind of cool, but this is obviously not something that's going to stick around. And should I just spoil the shit out of it and yeah, warn I'm... everyone? Was it obvious? Huh? It wasn't obvious to me. That that, that was they going were... to I be was... the lineup? Yeah, well, no, I was just like, oh, this is who the lineup is? Fuck. I was kind of like disappointed. I'm like, this is the JSA well, book I'm going to read. It reminded it's me of Gentleman it, Ghost, and it reminded me of the opening scene of Suicide Squad, the James Gunn one, where it's like what the 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 uh, Mon- Mongol's sister and and you know the weasel. Right, right. It's like, wow, you are really scraping for this lineup. It's like, wow, Jeff Johns. You know, it came back to the JSA to to write you know solomon grundy and like har it's not even harley Quinn's but did you son but, it's harlequin's son you know who i don't even know who harley did you but did you uh did you suspect what was going to happen no because i was just i was kind of okay i was just, i wasn't looking at it like that i was very much just kind of along yeah. for the ride i wasn't dissecting it i was just experiencing it so spoilers yeah, yeah. they kill everyone <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah well no that was i mean it's it's an, like i was reading it and i had the same reaction yeah. where i'm like i was very excited when i saw that it was a new justice society of america book yeah and it was written by johns mm-hmm. and the art is by michael uh um not my is it michael it's uh michael janine michael janine uh uh, jody jody belair uh colors and so i was really excited for the book but then you open it it's like okay it's huntress but it's helena wayne huntress so i don't and it's 26 years in the future so it's like i don't know what the hell book so right Yeah. yeah well i didn't think that i had no idea i just was like okay i guess I was just thinking it's in the future, so it. I don't. I guess I don't even think about that shit anymore. Yeah, it's like whatever universe it is. I really yeah, don't I, care. I don't. Yeah, I really don't. Whatever. You know what I mean? Like story, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Um. And then you have this ragtag group of JSA members, and I'm like, eh, <laughs> this is kind of disappointing. Right. I'm not really excited about this. But then, like you said, some dude shows up, and I have no idea who that person so is. He apparently can control. Is time time uh, right from like like um like projected control of time so it's like he can look at someone oh, wait, and like, like per degaton I, that's absolutely it who it is that's be. absolutely who it is so he would like speed up and it's like he de-aged gentleman ghosts until he became a person again and then shot him is it like per degaton or like per degaton son probably it's, it's gonna like be that. something like that it's it's gonna be Tor Degata, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. They didn't say, but yeah, he kills everyone other than Helena. Yeah, and then Helena is saved by her mother, Selena, Selena Catwoman, who for some reason sends her back to nineteen forty. It has something to do to with find Dr. the Fate. JSA. It has something to do with Doctor Fate. Yeah, yeah, and the and the JSA. Yeah, I, but. So it looks like we're going to get Jeff Johns writing a 1940s, 40s JSA. at least for an issue, uh, JSA. So at the end, of the, at really the end of the issue, about. I was like, I'm intrigued. Color me intrigued. Yeah, I'm oh, read, for sure. I'm going to read sure, issue yeah. too. I, 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 well, you had Johnny Thunder yeah, and and yeah. and Doctor Fate. Yeah, it ends know, with Johnny and Thunder. The old school Justice Society. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, so yeah, I'm excited mm -hmm. for the next issue for sure. But I was the same way. I'm like, what? Uh, it's like, really? Okay. Fucking. I mean, Solomon Grundy's kind of fun, but the rest of them, I were, I did. I, I yeah, like I the daughter like, of eh. the daughter of Red Lantern. No. Yeah, could care less. I yeah. I didn't don't yeah, even I didn't, remember. Yeah. I hope they don't come back. No. Yeah. No. There. No. I, I, no. Yeah. No. We took some really really hard to find and dig up cannon fodder for this first issue. It was. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, well, who was? I, yeah, Joe Pergaton. I'm, I'm sure. Well, that I think would make he's carrying a Luger. Does that make sense that he would be carrying? Well, he's a Luger? like a German. He's like a, you know, he's yep. like a weird. Shot him with a Luger. Like yep. Roy Shot him Thomas. With a Luger. I think Roy Thomas came up with Perdigaton. Oh, and Perdigaton may have been originally from like the forties, and then um, he he was Roy like Thomas a like a Nazi stand-in character you know oh yeah that makes complete like, sense yeah, yeah 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 you know and then roy thomas he was a member of the time trust yeah a, a 1960s uh 1960s and 70s nazi basically basically yeah no he, he appeared in 1947 yeah. wow he went all the way back john broom and erwin hey, hey, mm -hmm. 1947 all-star comics number 35 oh so it is uh um, that's jsa yeah so a jsa and then, the one. um i think roy thomas did a bunch of stuff yeah. with him in all-star squadron is where he was like around a lot was in that book yeah constantly going back yeah that makes and trying to fuck with the justice well, society helena's going back to 1940 justice society it makes complete sense. Yeah, it has to be per Megaton. Yeah. That that makes yeah. Sense. yeah. I enjoy. I enjoy cool. I, I, well, I was, I'm super I was pleasantly that. pleasantly fucking surprised. Is how I would put it. Cool. I'll give it a read then. Don, you got to break your Jeff Johns break for it. Is that sure. is I that you know, I've discovered? I, lo I gonna... love that the three Jokers <laughs> broke you that bad. <laughs> Such a dumb buck. John's why? why? Just Jeff. Jeff. The, why? The book that why, broke Jeff? Tom. The book that like <laughs> been teased for a long time for it to come out and be like, oh, okay. There's three jokes. Like it, it's so. It's just. It's such a bad story. It's such a like not <laughs> even like a. It's like now finally this we talked about this last time we talked like John's yeah. desire to like um, fix things right like sometimes that's good and sometimes it's like I don't know man I don't think you needed to fix the Joker and make sense of it like <laughs> he was doing pretty yeah, good was, trust me he's that character's <laughs> fine no one's like oh I wish. As oh. much as much thought as Sal put into that D and D campaign, that's how much yeah. Tom has thought about the three jokers yeah. and how much he hates it. How much I dislike. Yeah, you have to give him that. He has made you think. He has yeah. made you spend time, time about the three jokers. thinking about that story. So right. isn't that what great art provocative? Isn't that what great art is supposed to do? Yeah. So I'll read this. Let's see. Can I talk? Can I talk about the favorite thing I read this week? No. Sure. I, re I read a manga. Oh. Wow. All right, man. Muted. 
Mute, no, muting him I re- again. I read He's a manga. Again. So, Sal, you're never going to read this, but when I'm done telling you what it yeah. is, you're going to be intrigued. And you're going to be like, oh, really? Um, it, what is it called for the people listening to the show? I said, All You Need Is Kill. It is. Oh, All You Need Is, is Kill. It is by uh, Takeshi Obata. Uh, the original story is by sure. Hiroshi Sakurazaka. Um, and so here's. <laughs> Easy for you to yeah, say. Yeah, right? And so here's a mistake I made. Let me grab it here. Sakurazaka. Yes, Sakurazaka. Um, Hiroshi Sakurazaka. So this was, and I'm going to walk you through this. Shitoshi. This was originally a novel called All You Need Is Kill. Oh, my goodness. Um, and you have the novel? Did you read the novel before you read the comic? No, because after no. I, I ordered the novel by mistake. And then I read some reviews of the novel. And you open it and, and you're like, oh, there's no there's just words? Disgusting. <laughs> I'm like, God damn it. It's nothing but words. Oh, words. What the oh, fuck? Useless, useless Who did words. this to me? I was just so, words. Was so Somebody at Amazon pranked him. Oh, I would. The, the, yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, man, this is awesome. This looks like the size manga I can handle. And I started flipping through it. And I was like, mother. I, I'm surprised I, they I, snuck a book without pictures into Wisconsin. <laughs> That does. Oh, that's your state, my friend. Oh, I know. That's so anyway, I, so anyway, let's uh, let's see how long it takes. That you. would be burned by the weekend. <laughs> so let's, yeah. let's let's see how long it takes yeah. you to uh, to figure out uh, what this is. All right. So um, the the story is that there is a, a very green, non battle tested soldier. Mm. Um, who has been recently brought into the military service because there is an alien attack happening on Earth. And in the first day that he is on the battlefield, uh, he dies, but then wakes up at the beginning of the oh, previous it's, it's day. Oh, Tom Cruise movie. This is the manga Libyan that Edge of Tomorrow or... is based on. Ah. Edge of Tomorrow. And it, a very underrated yeah, movie, a movie. action movie. Yeah. I it's one Excellent of my sci-fi action movies. It, it's come on, relax. It is so good. It's Take one, it down a couple of notches. No, 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 it's one of my Chris before you. It's cert. It's certainly <laughs> one of my favorite Tom I'm Cruise not, movies. I'm, it's a great. It's a great I, sci-fi war movie. I've thought about this, and I'm not afraid <laughs> to say this might be the Citizen Kane. <laughs> No, shut up. Shut up. Shut up. No, it's certainly it's certainly a better movie than like um uh Starship Troopers. Uh, no, I think really... Whoa, what? Yeah, oh I think Edge of Tomorrow is a better movie than Starship Troopers. No. You're out of your mind. No, really? you're crazy. Oh, I think it's... Starship Troopers is brilliant. Oh, I think what are you talking no, about? No, and I think Edge of Tomorrow is is as good. I love no. the concept. No, no, I, it's the not production. Oh, you know, I really like Edge of Tomorrow. I think it's a I think it's a great I movie. I don't think you Oh, Edge of Tomorrow is a really fun sci-fi action film. Yeah. Uh it is not on the level of Oh, the because of the like the, of... the political kind of yeah, it's yeah. The satire of, yeah. of Starship Troopers is I mean, come on! It's not even close. Yeah. If you well, if you were to okay. look at Starship Troopers well, as strictly an action yeah. movie or a sci fi movie, I, I could okay, see maybe that's. Saying, I think The Edge of Tomorrow is a better sci fi action movie than Starship Troopers. I think that Starship Troopers has more to say than than Edge of Tomorrow, and Edge of Tomorrow certainly looks better. I don't even put them in the same category of movie. Let's yeah. find another eh. movie. Okay, fair, fair enough. But whatever. 
the manga really good and it does not end like the movie there's a really nice twist in there um so it's a different uh is tom cruise in the manga uh it's not it's uh <laughs> oh whatever his name is <laughs> i was no, kidding it's was not kidding. um but but rita uh ratowski uh is from america she's part of the u.s um you know special forces whatever so she's from like you know uh, pennsylvania or something but uh no really enjoyed it uh beautiful uh beautiful manga art uh super fast read it's like 14 15 bucks on on all it's missing is tom cruise our greatest our last living (laughs) movie star our last living right yeah tom cruise who just like jump off a plane i will say you'll do it edge of tomorrow is the Edge of Tomorrow is the greatest Emily, Emily Blunt film, film ever. Ever, for sure. Yeah, she's good in yeah. it. She actually really uh, is good in it. No, she's terrific in yeah. it. It's her best. I will argue that it is her best film ever. I, I Tell me a better film that she's been in. A better role that she's been in. I can't do it. Than Edge of I Tomorrow. Can't, I can't do it. can't do it. Well, maybe Sicario. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I really enjoy that. Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Mary Poppins yeah. too. Yeah. Uh is it two or T O O? As well. Poppins. It's just Poppins. <laughs> yeah. It's just Poppins. Poppins time. It's, pop- it's Poppins. It's Poppins time. time. Mary Poppins <laughs> is in the MCU. She's part of the Marvel. Disney. She's part of she's she's canon. <laughs> she's canon. She's one of the Avengers. Hey, the DC DC has Ma Hunkle. So mm-hmm. what the hell? Why not Ma Hunkle, Mary Poppins? Not that far off, really. You know, not at all. Yeah, anyone can be a superhero. Uh, that's everything. I didn't read. I didn't think I read anything else. I think that was everything. This. I read. I did read that JSA book. Do we want to? Uh, we got a, just a few minutes here. Um, do we want to wrap up with um, how awesome Andor was? I'm not caught up on it. <laughs> what did I, I don't, did I finish what? it? I don't know if I finished it. What? Maybe I finished it. How many episodes are there? I never know if it's yeah, over it's or not. It's Twelve. They all, they're what, all Jedi. How did it end? Last episode. <laughs> they all die? If you don't want to talk about that, we can talk about the Guardian of the Galaxy's uh, holiday special. And one of my favorite Oh, fans. I did watch that. It had the old 97s I in there. Very exciting for me as an alt-country fan. I don't know who they are. They were the band that played oh. the song. The, the, the Oh, they were perfect for a shut up band shut that up. just learned music and their, their instruments. Yeah. Yeah. I love that James Penn is obviously a Rhett Miller and old 97s fan. So is, uh, is, uh, Kevin Bacon part of the old 97s? No, he's, uh, Bacon brothers, right? Is that the, no, seriously. It's he and his brother have put out several records and they tour. Oh, yeah. I thought that I, I assumed that was his band. No, that was the old, I didn't know who the old, yeah, it was the old 97s. Bacon Uh, brothers. But yeah, he's, oh, yeah, I mean, he's a working musician probably as much as he is an actor at this point. Mm, probably time-wise, which, working musician. So I like their stuff. I'm sure yeah, he's made well, much he, more money. He can afford, 
he can as afford. An, how do you define working? Uh, how do you, I think he can afford how do you define, not make money as a musician. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So he's yeah. not a working. Well, it's like Gina, it's like Gina Davis. A, when Gina Davis <laughs> became an Olympic archer, it's because she could afford to. Yeah. Right? What's it? it Kevin Bacon yeah. is a fellowship musician. Okay, that's, He's been yeah, granted yeah. his own and money. Edge of tomorrow, tomorrow is not the greatest sci-fi film ever. Kevin Bacon. Good. Kevin, not many people know this, but Kevin Bacon only lives off his music money. He doesn't even like, yeah, like that's it. He hasn't touched. He saved all that footloose no. money, put it away, yeah. never spent a He was really good in this. He was funny. Money. He was great as himself. Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he he was good. He was funny. He was. Uh, he's very thin still. Right? I almost worry about him. Yeah, he's like, like, come on, he's dude. so yeah, fucking thin. Eat a hamburger, man. Yeah, something. He's been the same weight since Friday the Thirteenth. He's got to be what? He's got to be he's what, just, 60, 61, 62 Anyway, right? He's got to be uh, like twelve years so. old. Yeah, I, I, he's got to be. No, but that that was a fun. It was a fun uh, special. Yeah. He's sixty four. Wow. It was a fun uh, Christmas, you know, one off kind of it was thing. Cute. What was with jacked Groot? Why was it's Groot because, so jacked? Because he, he's a he's a teenage boy. My, teenage boys don't walk around looking like Schwarzenegger but, well, most of the time. Do. Some do, but he's just a dumb. He's a, he's I a guess. dumb bro. He was very jacked. He's, he's, he was just like yeah. he was he's, like, he's a dumb bro. Um he had like the rock level. Yeah, he was he was very yeah. big. He was very I, was I just like odd. linebacker group. Um, linebacker group. I did enjoy the fact that uh, Kevin Bacon had no idea that he was a part of the Guardians of the Galaxy lore before this he didn't know he i don't i don't think he ever saw the first movie or oh, anything hilarious. so he didn't know that that star lord was a huge kevin bacon fan um so that's kind of funny yeah but yeah it was it was fun i mean it was you know I, it's a I, christmas special. i love it's, the it's... probably really vague wink and a nod to the silliness of the star wars holiday special that this was because that thing is just so ridiculous that I think James Gunn is like, we're going to make this spiritually, you know, on the same vein of just how ridiculous this is going to be. I, I did you feel that at all? We're, um, I mean, not really. I I think I did think about it. Oh, but I think it was more just because Disney and Star Wars yeah. are so closely connected. I think I was I was sort of assuming that there would actually be more of a tangible link between the two, yeah, like Boba Fett shows. Then there was yeah. something, yeah, kind of like well, the, when I saw that there yeah. was going to be a Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. Mm -hmm. My first thought was the Star Wars sure, Christmas special. Sure. But I don't think it really. Well, they had every opportunity was... because they're on like the Hollywood Walk of Fame, and they're throwing, you know, obviously at Captain America. And I love the fucking GoBot yeah. drop there. It's like, oh yeah, the GoBot, yeah, <laughs> GoBot, GoBot killed his brother. Was hilarious. Yeah. Did uh, Batista looked a little uh, out of shape? Um, looked a little. We, his face was a little. We, you heard round. what he said. It's about about playing that role. No, it's that that he's not doing it shirtless anymore. 
Oh, that dude is ready to kick back, <laughs> drink mm. some fucking tall boys, eat some pizzas, yeah. and yeah. enjoy his money. Can't blame him. Can't blame. Yeah, I mean, him. to stay that uh, fucking ripped. You know. That's that's a full time job. That dude, that dude definitely does not want to be that guy anymore. Well, I mean, it is your full time job, mm-hmm. buddy. He's sorry to tell you, that is your job. Stay in shape, fat boy. <laughs> Get on the steroids again. When they ask, you don't want to take you know, That's your job, Chris Pratt. You know who we all knew from Parks and Rec is you know kind of being like this you know portly kind of just like you know pudgy guy, and uh, and they asked him, it's like, how did you get so in shape? And he's like. Uh, a lot of money. Uh, basically, my full time job was uh, eating nothing and punishing myself all day long yeah. in the gym. That's your fucking job. Yeah, you get paid right? millions yeah. of dollars to do what people do for yeah. free. It's like I would to look better yeah. on Tinder, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Quit crying, fucking Chris Pratt. No, he wasn't crying. You don't have he wasn't any other crying. Skills. He's like, no, people paid me to look like this. You know, this was my job yeah. to do this. So if your job was to get ripped, yeah, you would get ripped. Probably, I probably wouldn't. I, oh. I don't think I could. I don't think it'd be possible. I'd ha- I'd die before I could get like, like six jacked. Unless you injected me with a bunch mm-hmm. of drugs, which I'm sure, you know. If you gave me the, the Kamal oh, yeah. packet of drugs, I would Kamal, get ripped. What? You know, what is that? What? The dude that played the the guy from the comedian yeah. Kamal Kamali, but now he's just his like last name. permanently ripped, <laughs> super ripped. Oh, oh, yes. Kamal, oh, yeah. God, the, yeah, the 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 Indian com- comedic actor, uh, uh yeah, Brawny. Is it? Oh gosh, I'm gonna. I don't yeah. know his fucking name. Uh, he was in. Uh, That's the, why I didn't the, say the Eternals, it. right? Yeah. He got ripped for the Eternals, even though they didn't ask him. To. Yeah, and he did. They're like, "Oh, you're did, you don't need to." He did the super you don't need to get jacked. romantic comedy that Kumail took place in Chicago. Yes, yes, yeah. He did a super Kamali. cute romantic comedy Kamali. in Chicago when he was like a normal sized person, and now it's like they it's like they took his head off and put it onto like a GI Joe character. But his head is also like well, you can is like weird, yeah, grown, yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. Barry Bonds' head. Well, I mean, HGH will we'll do that. You know, your bone mass. Yeah, it'll change your bone structure, Jesus. and he'll probably go bald soon. I would think. Um, uh, yeah, but he's oh, you know what he is in right now is uh, Welcome oh, to yeah. Chippendale. Yeah, I saw that. The story. So weird. Which I've enjoyed the first couple episodes oh, no. of. Actually, it's kind of an interesting well it's set in the 1970s i love anything 1970s um and i didn't know this but you find out very quickly in the first episode that the guy that created chippendales so he was this um i don't know pakistani or indian he was this guy from uh la that or he wasn't from la but he worked like his uncle's gas station for like five years and he saved up all this money and he decided he didn't want to do that. He wanted to go to Hollywood. And his idol was Hugh Hefner. So he so he wanted to go to Hollywood and he wanted to open up like a classy Baccarat. Or it was a Baccarat? Or Baccarat. It was either Baccarat. Not Baccarat. What's the other? Uh, backgammon. Oh. He opened a, a classy backgammon <laughs> parlor, which failed miserably. Gee, but then he runs into this. Yeah. Right. In the 1970s. <laughs> um, but then 
he uh he runs into this sort of kind of con man shyster dude and they partner up uh and they eventually he ends up opening up what becomes chippendales but what i didn't know was the guy that the sort of con man shyster guy was um uh the the uh, boyfriend slash husband um of paul snyder uh who was the 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 husband and slash pimp of um uh the playboy playmate dorothy stratton uh if you've ever seen the movie star 80 um who he ends up star 80 is a a really terrific well not terrific but it's really horrific film from the 80s about dorothy stratton who is this playboy playmate who her boyfriend i think it was i think they were married at the time paul snyder ended up killing her and then blowing his own brains out and and so eric roberts plays an incredibly slime ball paul snyder in the movie but i didn't know that the guy who created chippendales like was partnered up with paul snyder when this happened um and and that's part of the show but even though the show's not like that dark like that that episode was and and i but it was sort of interesting like oh shit i had no idea that that was the case um that they knew each other but uh but the show itself was kind of fun and funny um uh to some degree so Cool. Anyway, there you go. Welcome to Chippendales. And watch P- Star 80 if you've never seen Star 80. It's uh it's um uh Mariel Hemingway. Oh plays cool. Dorothy Stratton. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Last TV throw out um uh before we wrap up, uh the peripheral on Amazon. Really enjoying it. I started it. I haven't gone it gets back better. to it. I don't it get, know. It's one of those was, that does get yeah. better. We we both agreed that eighteen ninety nine was not um, oh. entertaining. Everybody was talking about that <laughs> fucking like, show, and it's boring as shit. Yeah, I couldn't make it. Everybody's like, "Oh, you got to get through three episodes." I'm like, "If it takes no. you three fucking episodes to, good to get interesting, go." F- yeah. No, <laughs> but uh, uh, stick stick <laughs> stick with uh, the peripheral. I'm enjoying it. It's cool. That that was that. F- that fucking show you, you used to watch that sci-fi show fringe. Uh, I can't think of what it was. No, that was one. Just get to it season was, three. It, like that's like 45 yeah. goddamn episodes. And then it, just, yeah. and then it does no get shit. amazing. But, <laughs> Oh, uh, uh, foundation. No, the one that is good. It did end up getting good for a couple of seasons, oh, the but then it, it was shit again. The expanse. Yeah, man, yeah. that thing is. That yeah. was like, oh, you got to get through two seasons of it before yeah. it gets good. It's like, the, expanse, the expanse is a roller coaster of. I'm still enjoying this, but it's kind of a slog at certain points. There's one good season of that fucking show. Did you get, just did watch you get the all one? Of it? Good did you get through all of it? I don't know. I might have stopped at some point. Yeah. It was terrible. I I I enjoyed it, but yeah, it's um. It's no Babylon Five, my friend. I don't know if I ever watched all of that. Uh, the last season was not good. The last episode is some of the best sci-fi TV I've ever seen. I've never seen all of The Sopranos. I have not watched the I've finale. Watched. I I have not let myself watch yeah. the finale. I missed the entire season and a half of Mad season. Men. 
I just stopped paying attention and then I started watching it again and it was fine. Didn't and you caught up. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, oh, you know what? I'm not going to go back. I stopped watching because I thought it was boring, but I like this. So then I just finished it out. I was like, that's my wife. Oh, I love and my Mad wife Man. was like, you want to go back and watch those? I'm like, no, I'm all right. I'm good. I got, I, I can guess what's happening. You know, I'm rewatching. Uh, there is a season of The Wire that was like time. that. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, I was, I'm, I'm rewatching Breaking Bad with my son. Mm -hmm. He wanted to watch that, and so we're watching Breaking Bad again. And it's, it, it's funny because like I watched the first season. We got through the first season, and I'm like, one, I forgot most of everything that happened in the season, and two, I was like, holy shit, did a lot of stuff mm -hmm. happen in one season of television? Because I'm so used to like nothing happening in a season of television, that was like. Oh, fuck man there were so many things that happened in one season of television in, in breaking bad it was that was such a great show worth a rewatch definitely not slow moving no definitely stuff happening all the time yes uh joji says you need to watch the joe you need to use the joji method of binge watching <laughs> Watch the first episode of the season and the last episode of the Hilarious. season. The recap of the last episode tells you all that you need to know. Well, I love what you, What is Joe. the point I love of that, you, Joe. Joe. That's amazing. <laughs> that is Joe's like, I don't have time I, for I this bullshit. This <laughs> That's hilarious. It's like, I want to know about it. I just don't want to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. You're the guy. Joe, are you? Uh, you're the guy that watches all the, the YouTube videos about comic book series just so you know what you're talking about, but you've never actually read the comic book. Is that, is like that my, we're not that show. If the, if you've been waiting for us, it's to like do my that. wife, no, I, my Joe. wife and I, uh, like, we kind of cycle through various TV shows as like our sort of like on when we don't want to really pay attention or you might fall asleep. So my wife has been, was rewatching the OC from the beginning. And like, it's incredible to watch a TV show from the early aughts that before streaming where you're like, Oh wow, you are not meant to watch three of these in a row. In a like row. the, like this is, <laughs> doesn't make any sense. The only way it makes sense is if you've sort of forgot what happened, you know? And it's like, they just had this argument. They had this exact argument <laughs> last episode. <laughs> and you sit there and you're yeah. like, Oh, that's right. <laughs> Back in the day when it was on, which I remember we had to feel you, you maybe didn't remember what happened. You were like, Oh you yeah, I kind of remember that. But now it's like, Jesus you just Christ. described, you just described the first seven seasons of Gilmore girls. It's like, Holy shit. You're doing this again. Oh, we just did this. Right. Andy Cohen. He's <laughs> like talking about how important it is that he's a public defender and how that matters to him. And then like two episodes later, he like randomly quits. And it's like, wait, what you just <laughs> talked about? Like, how important this was to you? Like, it's like, nope, I'm going to go, you know, it's just, it's wild. Not meant to be watched consecutively, you know, and also like 24 oh. episodes a season. You're just yeah. like, holy it's shit. A lot. There's a lot. A lot. Yeah, there's a lot of soap opera you got it right there. Um, Going back to the beginning of this episode. I forgot to ask, but we were talking about the Adams family. Um, 
So Morticia Adams's a uh, maiden name is Frump. Isn't that what Trump's real name is? Wasn't that the wasn't his isn't oh, his born like isn't it Frump? Maybe he changed it to Trump. So like I think Adams. I think that's Trump. Adams or is like Drumpf or something. Was it Trump? Donald Trump? Or like his great grandfather <laughs> changed it from Drump. There was a name Trump change to Trump whenever they came across because he's is he Scottish. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. She know, just likes golf. To be honest, don't know that much about the Frump. <laughs> Frumps. The, the Frumps. Frumps. That guy. All right, that's it. Yeah, that's all I knew. Yeah, um, guys, it was good to see you. Um, had a great Thanksgiving. We'll be back again next Thursday for another um, uh, uh, breakneck speed episode of Comic Excitement. Uh, in the meantime, don't. Don't promise things we can't deliver. Hey man, Chris my is, definition of break, in between of break is next kind, may be different than someone else. Chris is kind of our Uncle Fester. <laughs> take the hat off, man. What does that make? What am I? What what, what am I in this Adams family? Oh, then? you're Lurch. I'm Lurch. No. Come on, Lurch is inarticulate. I'm not no, inarticulate. No, he's, he's inarticulate. He's a thoughtful, thoughtful guy. I'm Gomez. Don't fucking. Yeah, definitely say, I'm, I'm definitely Gomez. Uh, and so uh, I'm sexy and passionate. So Thomas Thing. I like swords. I'm Thing. Thomas I'm cousin thing. it. I think Tom would be Thing. Thing. Yeah. thing. Cousin it. <laughs> You're hairy. Thing. You're very hairy. Thing. I'll take Thing. I'll take Uncle, uh, I Uncle Fester. I'll take Uncle Fester. I'm down with that. Good. I mean, I've, you know, I've got the hairline for it. All right. In the meantime. In between time, <laughs> we'll be everywhere in well, Caramia. <laughs> and around. God, give Comics. Tactical Chris a light bulb. I love it. Comics. See if he'll uh, um, light it in his mouth. Mm-hmm. Like, tactical Chris thinks that the atoms should that. go back where they came from. <laughs> yeah. That's that's no nuclear family. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>